Hey everyone! Hello, hello! Welcome back to episode number two of A Lot of Fidichos with Gilly and Marissa. And we are super excited to be back. We were so overwhelmed by how positive the past episode was received. Our first episode, you guys were so sweet and sent us the nicest messages. And we just want to thank you all for the support and DMs and comments. It really makes our day. Yeah, we screenshot all We screenshot and send them to one another. (laughs) So um, we're really excited to be here and we are going to kick off a new little tradition here at a lot of right. so we are going to share a fadicha of the week each week mm-hmm. and this week it's going to be my fadicha okay all we're right are you this. prepared i'm i'm a little i mean she's told me bits and pieces i don't know the full story <laughs> so this is going to be an organic reaction all right and may i say i used to just like message marissa my fadichot on a daily basis but me now too. i can't because i'm trying to save it for yeah the we podcast. have to we can't vent to each other about embarrassing situations for the podcast like it's we have just, to wait yeah it's just part you know it's it's part of the it's part of our life yeah, now. It's, <laughs> okay this is what happened uh-huh. And I'm just going to like say it right now that I'm like really open, gross human and like mm-hmm. just want to be clear that, you know, this is a little bit TMI. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So basically I had a gel appointment to okay. get my nails done. And the same week I came down with a really nasty cold. I've just been feeling really sick. It's not Corona, but you know, I'm still feeling sick. I go to get my nails done okay. and I have my mask on and we start doing my gel. I already can predict <laughs> it. I, once you said mask, I, I just have a vision okay. in my head. I did not sneeze in my mask. But, you know, that's another thing I always wonder, like, especially during the thick of Corona, like, should you take your mask off to sneeze? Because first of all, it's gross to sneeze in your mask and then you're just sitting there and you're good. I think you have to sneeze in the mask. But but then it's like you, for the rest of that period of mask wearing, you're in your snot. It's disgusting. I think you need to wear the mask to sneeze. Like, that's the point of it. But it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And then it's like, oh, I can't even picture that. But basically, my story is pretty similar. So we started to get our nails done and I feel my nose running, right? And there's nothing I can do. I'm in too deep. Into are your this hands job. like hijacked? My hands are hijacked. Okay. Okay. I'm in too deep. Oh, gosh, Gilly. And the nail lady, I guess, like, realized that I was, like, sniffling a lot. Uh-huh. And my my nails were, like, wet. Like, she was painting the base coat. Oh, and she was like, do you, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Because I committed to just being there. I committed right. to just sucking it up. Uh-huh. And I didn't realize this was, like, a Russian manicure. It was, like hours long like it is literally perfect Uh but i slowly feel my nose start to drip Uh run and i'm just stuck there and the entire time i'm thinking to myself oh my gosh i feel like a third grader (laughs) on a field trip with my nose just just like letting the mask like absorb it i was so mortified i literally as soon as that gel point was over i ran out so so what happened it just dripped literally i can't even describe it on this podcast it's so gross did your mask like show a little bit of oh gosh okay like it was really embarrassing Uh that was that's literally a fadiha if i've ever seen one no because she was really respectful Uh Shout out, Helena. You are so nice. So sweet. On that note, Gilly, I have a little fadiha that happened to me last week. It's super embarrassing. I was here at your house. We were recording the last episode. I wanted to go to a little bakery Mm. down the street and get a coffee. I was leaving from Gilly's house and I was going to the bakery and I... I, I can't even say this. I'm, I'm like so mortified by this. Mortified by my Basically, I don't want to get too into it because I'm still embarrassed by it, but I didn't bring a mask with me and I needed a mask. So I just picked one up in the street and... I didn't wear it. But, I mean, I did you, for you one slightly second. hovered it. I over. hovered it over my my mouth, and it smelled like a tire, and it was disgusting. <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay, let's move on. Okay, for <laughs> this week are over. Okay, on that note, I do have to share something that is just 
like I'm feeling currently right okay. now. So I'm going to the Dead Sea later today on a weekend trip with my boyfriend Ayal and my parents. And Ayal and I have our own room. We're really excited. You know, Dead Sea is very romantic. Right. And, but the problem is with the Dead Sea, right? Is mm-hmm. you you can't shave before because yeah, otherwise it stings, right? Oh, I shaved before on birthright, and I and was like, you're oh, it's horrible. Right. It's like a cactus. And my dilemma is. I'm going for this really nice romantic weekend and Ayal and I, you know, we're going to have a lot of alone time and go to the spa. And I have grown out my hair the past week. Uh I'm literally gorilla status. Wait, you're going to go to the Dead Sea, like not shaving at all? Because I don't want it to sting. So this is a dilemma that I'm asking everyone that what do you do when you go on a romantic weekend? And you don't shave. And you don't shave. Is Ayal like really into shaving? Like he wants you shaved? No, he he's really supportive, but really? it's kind of more of like oh, a Bar's like, thing. you're shaving or nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Bar doesn't like hair on my legs, like any of that stuff. Like, listen, Bar doesn't care what you do with your body. Like anyone else's body, he's totally supportive. You do you. But for his... His woman, <laughs> he wants me. It's just wants, attraction. Yeah, right, he, right. yeah, I guess it's just attractive for him. So Bar and I could never go to the Dead Sea together. Yeah, I guess Let's not. just put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> dreams have been crushed today. <laughs> but even that. for me, like, I don't really like being prickly. Like, it, it makes me... Me too, but I, I just don't want to... I want to go in the Dead Sea and float for as long as I yeah, can. Just, just live your life. And is it... I actually have a serious question. Uh-huh. Is it touristy to put the mud on you at the Dead no, no, Sea? No, no, no. Not at all. Israelis do that? I think so. I think, well, I've never seen an Israeli slather mud on them. They buy the mud. You can buy the mud at okay. like one of those botanical stores yep, by the I Dead know what sea. you mean. Yep. But they get the natural mud. That's Israeli. Where do I find I don't the know. natural mud? No idea. Okay. In order to become a true Israeli, I'm this weekend. It's my goal to find the natural mud. Okay. Find I'm the natural gonna, mud. Have you hold me to that okay, standard. Okay. Update us next week. All right, guys. <laughs> wish me luck. I'm going to be like, you're going to see in the news, girl lost in the Dead Sea in <laughs> search for, mud. <laughs> for natural mud. <laughs> so on a complete completely unrelated note today completely unrelated the theme of our episode is weddings weddings woo mazal tub <laughs> do people say mazal i say it all the time no in america we would say mazel mazel yeah, yeah mazel mm-hmm. Israelis definitely have never heard mazel. Yeah, I've said it in a video before, and Bar was editing my video, and he was like, why did you just say mazal? <laughs> it's like something that really bothers me when Israelis just, like, abbreviate things that don't need abbreviation. So Like, like moosh? Moosh, or, like, face instead of Facebook. Okay. Or like oh, they say face? They say, I've never they heard say that face, before. and it bothers me so much. I'm a fan of moosh. Like, I only like you moosh because like it's really funny to say. Moosh but. is really funny to say. <laughs> Okay, so weddings. Weddings. So we're gonna talk about Israeli weddings mm-hmm. and our experience. My with favorite them. event, basically. Yeah, Marissa thrives at weddings. Oh, I thrive. <laughs> Every time I go to a wedding, I take a TikTok video. And I've been to like ten weddings this year, and no matter what, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but those videos do the best. Like people not only do I love weddings, people love to see Israeli weddings. Right, and experience the right, magic. Experience it through my lens, my crazy lens. <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about weddings. Let's kind of walk we're gonna break it down let's break it down where are we starting gilly what part of this wedding are we start are we diving into i think we should start the invite okay or lack thereof okay really because in america the invite Mm -hmm. the save the day and the invite is these beautifully printed it's actually mailed to your house to your house you hang it on your fridge you're Mm -hmm. excited about it here it's like i just get a whatsapp a week before the wedding well i have to be honest i've gotten both in israel i have gotten the the mail yeah yeah. i've gotten two beautiful invitations and i've gotten 
several Facebook postings and several WhatsApp postings. Yes, the Facebook. But the the weddings in the U.S. it's usually mailed to your house. Every time I've gotten an invitation, tangible like a tangible invitation, mm-hmm. it was given to me at work or given to me by a friend. It was never mailed to my house because the mail system here just doesn't yeah, work. We could get that's a whole other episode. That is a whole other episode. But I honestly think that that is why they resorted to WhatsApp or Facebook because they can't mail. Yeah, you know? you're right, and they can't give everything if you're living in like if you live in Haifa and you want to invite your friend any lot to your wedding you can't rely on the post service yeah they'll just forget they won't even know the wedding's happening if, yeah. you, if you try to rely on the post service there would be like 30 oh, you'd people get weddings. it like three months after the wedding <laughs> yeah you'd show up <laughs> but I honestly think it's so it just like seems so casual like I feel like I would send a cute design like on Canva like you know you can design those cute invites or whatever like mm-hmm. for a birthday party or like That's a barbecue but for a wedding it seems like it doesn't shouldn't yeah, be on a, on a well, WhatsApp Here's the message. deal. In in Israel, the common wedding invitation is an engagement picture with the save the date on it. In the US, oh. it's like people use like Philip Harry William the Fourth <laughs> and and Marissa I don't know. Why did I just say my brother's name or getting married? Melissa okay, Annabelle <laughs> Roberts are, are, the are betrothed to each other. <laughs> It's like old English. They don't put any pictures. It's a very fancy Please invitation. Join us on Please this join us. joyous occasion as we wed. And the, the parents send it. Yeah. The and I'll be honest, it looks like an invitation to a funeral. It like, is. Re- honestly, now that I think about it, it's I'm too fancy. It's, it's really intense. So there has to be a balance between Israel's WhatsApp and America's like Israel's old too English casual. handwritten letters. Yeah. Israel's too casual and America is way too formal. So speaking of that, I think let's kind of talk about now you're walking into the wedding. You arrived. So we're at the wedding. We're at now. the wedding. And before we talk about kind of like what time you come let's just maybe talk about what people are wearing as oh you my arrive God, my favorite topic <laughs> it is a club for ladies and it's a barbecue for men it literally <laughs> looks like the boys are showing up to a chill memorial day barbecue yeah khaki shorts, shorts. Uh-huh. or jean shorts i've seen birkenstocks sneakers mm-hmm. maybe they a Hawaiian tee yeah Hawaiian tee or collared shirt and call it a day yeah but it's like this like what is it like dichotomy what's the word I don't know juxtaposition okay juxtaposition wow (laughs) our Hebrew listeners are gonna have a real difficult time with you juxtaposition between these gorgeous girls in these little itty teeny tiny Adika dresses that look like these pieces of fabric that (laughs) That they just painted it onto their bodies it literally looks spray painted and the boys that are like schlubby with their shorts do you like the whole club scene at the weddings for ladies hate it I also hate clubs I love it really I I always feel like the grandma that shows up in a sundress always the only time I put actual effort into online shopping or shopping in general is when I'm going to a wedding I spend weeks it's like a runway for you oh it's a runway I have like five boxes of wedding dresses and they're all club outfits I just it's the only time I hate going to a club I'm like you but I love but you the, can dress for a club you and can not dress be at for a club. club and not be at a club so I am all about it that's why I go to all these weddings I mean all those weddings the previous year I knew like two people getting married but bar got invited to all these weddings so I'm like I am coming with to wear one of my club outfits my club fits as the kids would say and fit <laughs> wait Marissa are you becoming Gen Z you just no, you just casually no, dropped not. the word fit I'm not, I'm not, I regret it, it. happened I regret read it right now okay (laughs) but anyway i go to all these weddings because i love dressing like i don't know like like a 20 year old it's so funny because i i feel like when i'm getting married i don't want my friends showing up in these like little tiny dresses and i have to say there are so many times when i feel i mean most of the times i think i told you there was a wedding i went to in june and i was kind of wearing like a cut out pink dress and i just felt so uncomfortable like i never drink and i got drunk at that wedding 
I, I hate thinking about it, but I got drunk at that wedding because I felt so uncomfortable in my dress and I was covering it the whole time. You never time. know what, like, if there's going to be extreme, religious people right, there, you don't right. want to be disrespectful. And let's also talk about the fact that in America, most of the times, like, even if it's not black tie, like, you wear a, a long dress, yeah. like a gown. Oh, when you're online shopping for dresses and you put in, like, wedding party, like, I want to look at wet, or I want to look at dresses for a wedding party, mm -hmm. you see these, like, very conservative dresses that go down High to your neck feet. or halter top yeah there's right. nothing like i have to go to like night out like clubbing yeah. with my friends you have to when go i go to the shopping 21 night out yeah. section right now <laughs> exactly. to prepare for an israeli wedding exactly i also think it's kind of funny how like in america like everything that has to do with the attire and dress you plan really ahead of time like the bride shops for a dress upwards sometimes of a year a year and a half two years before the wedding yeah i was asked to be a bridesmaid in a wedding i was looking for a dress in, a year before in the u.s or in, israel? in the u.s okay. whereas in israel like first of all i don't think bridesmaids maybe they're becoming a thing now i was a bridesmaid in israel so, so it's slowly a thing. yeah but it's not as like formal as the america like it's a maid, yeah. being a maid of honor in the, america is like a full-time full job. job yeah and it's a lot of people almost don't want to be maid of honors or Pressure. like best man or whatever because well not really best man they don't really do anything but <laughs> maid of job. honor is a job it's a job yeah, like yeah. you have to organize the bridal shower the bachelorette party all this stuff right and, and it, here i feel like everything about the the planning process is really like either last minute or just wildly chill like i've seen people get engaged and two months later they have a, a really nice wedding i'm actually shocked by this gilly because there are so many people that just got engaged from bars team in the army in like august and september and their weddings are in may and june that is less than a year to put together a wedding and that's like a long-ish time yeah, that's for long i'm sorry like so you're telling me in under a few months in under a year they're able to secure a venue buy a dress buy a dress do, i guess the invites require no time because it's know, just a whatsapp but another thing is they buy two dresses i guess that happens in the u.s they too. switch dresses halfway through or yeah. usually until these overall things yeah. or like a romper and then you have to figure out the catering but i just feel like they just do it fast here and i guess i think it's just the culture like they're yeah. used to short engagements also <laughs> i feel like in america i think this is an important thing to say in america but when you plan a wedding a lot of the times your guests are coming from all over like different parts of the country right. whereas here it's like the farthest cousin you have is a four-hour drive like you yeah. don't need to have him plan a flight or have him so it, they have the privilege of just being like okay the wedding's in three months i know you're all gonna be here and, yeah you know it's true okay gilly so take us back to the wedding we have just arrived at the wedding okay so first before we even step in you have to be purposeful i feel like with the time you choose to arrive to the wedding yeah i personally always make a all comfortable very early like only when the grandmas are rolling up uh -huh. because I want those appetizers. I feel ya. And I try the same to get bar to be early for yeah. those appetizers, but it never works out. We are always late. We're always <laughs> right before the hoopah. I feel like every is every time shows up three seconds before the hoopah. Hoopa. Yeah, and you have like when I get to the, the weddings, I am like running to the appetizers before they shut them down because they shut them down at the hoopah. Right. And you have to be smart because if you also show up when there's lines too, like uh -huh. you're not the, we have to say the appetizers are the best the food best food of the entire they night have, it's so exotic they have pokey they have sushi. like sushi exotic shawarma yeah oh oh yeah i just went to a wedding that had a vegan shawarma stand well, it's incredible amazing this is the best food of the evening and if you're coming late like me and bar you don't get out. any of it you need to think strategically
strategically. Yeah, and I have to say, I mean, since we're talking about food, the food at the venue, mm-hmm. when everyone's sitting down to eat, it's the same thing every wedding. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about like, it. Like, there's no variety. It's there's fish. There's a chicken. Yeah, chicken. Or salmon. Yeah. The rice. There's all salads. Yeah, yeah. The sa- I mean, they always have, like, tahini on the table. Right, and the hummus yeah, on all the, the table. Salad. Hummus, for me, does not fit at a wedding. Like, no. I don't want to eat hummus at a wedding. Not with no bread, way. not with my salad, nothing. <laughs> I know. The hummus for me is, like, when Ayal and I don't feel like cooking and we go downstairs to the hummus yeah. I don't want to. I'm for paying me. 600 yeah. shekels to be at this wedding. I don't want hummus, hummus there. And you don't know what it's going to do to your body, you, you guys. You have no idea the repercussions <laughs> the next day. <laughs> I really do want to say, though, Al and I have kind of perfected our appetizer game. So basically, we tend to split it up. You so have a system? We have a system this that, genius. you know, I'm vegetarian, so I'm going to hit all the veggie stands and make sure I get enough for me and Al. Do you get there and you just split up immediately? We, we split up. We we know we know the game. What's what's the TikTok? What's that I, I know, know the, the assignment. assignment. <laughs> I know the assignment. And that assignment is to eat as much as I possibly can before the before the dinner before Before the the dinner fill up on first dinner before second dinner. Yes, (laughs) I have to say something, Gilly. It just reminded me the fact that you and Al split up when you get there. Bar. I love him. Bless his heart. Wouldn't want to be with anyone else. Bar ditches me. As soon as we get to the wedding, me too. He runs to the bar. Oh, bar bar runs. We go to his friends. Bar runs to to the the bar. bar. Did anyone (laughs) else appreciate that? No, bar. We get to his friends, especially when it's with his team. And this has happened to me so many times. I have to tell you about it. It's hilarious. Bar, we get to the venue. We we meet his friends from the team. It's usually at these team weddings. And he'll run to the bar with some friends. And I don't drink. And I'm also, I know a lot of his friends from the team. So we're talking, we're chatting. And I look behind me bar's gone i see him he's at the bar and then the photographer comes around and he always chooses me and the person i'm talking to oh, photo gosh. photo so you have more photos with bar's friends yes than with bar i have them on weddings. my fridge yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> okay we will upload that to instagram yes, we later will. because we will. i need to see this for myself okay a fridge full of you and random people but like bar's some friends. of them are willing to do it with me like some of them are like let's take a picture together other ones are like no way and it's almost insulting like, oh that's do you insulting. think i'm not good enough yeah you to, don't like be your pretend girlfriend me? yeah <laughs> do you don't find me attractive enough to take a picture so we can pretend to be in a relationship that is really chutzpah like just smile for the freaking picture yeah all right so next topic that i do want to discuss is you're walking into the wedding the whole idea of the money of the gift oh my god because it needs to be discussed yeah i find it extremely weird that we will literally pull out our wallets take out a wad of cash from our wallets and stuff it into an envelope and as you're filling out the the blessing you're writing it right there yeah 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 there's no like pre-thought going There's into no this thought. most of the time al leans on my shoulder to yeah, write yeah, the yeah. blessing it's usually like two you know bedichi mazal tov oh my gosh al has a bedichi too in Bar- his unit Bar- Bar- a bedichi. what's his first name dolev golan mine's golan if you're listening dolev bedichi we've only met like three times at a wedding i want to ask you something do you know what the box that you put the wedding or do you know what the box is called that you put the money in at the wedding it's a safe no do you know what it's called in hebrew um no i don't really know either but i just know it means like diarrhea what? it's the diarrhea box le chachel or something oh diarrhea is shilshul yeah oh it's the shilshul box they call it diarrhea box it's called diarrhea why? box why i found that out my last okay wedding. we need to do some digging and we're gonna ask we don't know why we don't have the answers heard that before yeah we'll update you next week but i i do i did realize that that box a lot of times in previous weddings has been stolen like people that's steal. why there's locks all lo- there's over like it. it's like intense there's like 
big lock yeah so basically they have this box when you walk into weddings that you go and slip the cash and it's very 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 common in israel to just i mean not just common it's like weird if you don't give cash like you cash is what you give at weddings and speaking on that topic do you know how they keep track of all the cash like let's say that you got married okay, okay. you and all got married me and bar come to the wedding we give you like 800 shekels okay how are you gonna remember for bars in my wedding how much we paid you so they're keeping excel spreadsheets no Yes, I swear. It's what? a thing. It's a thing. Of, Every, of what? Who? How much money someone gave you? They all their friends and they write the amount of money that, that they got. That seems so calculated and weird. It's, go, it's going tit for tat, basically. It's literally, I, I mean, I don't know if I understand But it. I get it. Think about it. Like, pre- imagine if I came to your wedding without bar and I only gave 400 shekels or something. And then at my wedding, you and all come together and you give me 800 shekels. You gave me double what I gave you. This is a thing that really bothers me, actually, because this is why I'm going to all the weddings from people at in bar's team is because when it's time for me and bar they can bring their girlfriends because right now they're only going by themselves and they're giving like 300 but it's more fun when everyone brings I their agree. partners that's why i go to all the weddings because they'll they'll go to their excel spreadsheets when it's time for bar and i to get married and see oh bar came with his girlfriend they gave more money so i'm gonna bring my wife or my girlfriend and we're gonna go to marissa and bar's and that's wedding. win-win because then you're gonna have a fun wedding i'm gonna have a freaking amazing wedding <laughs> so suck it <laughs> suck it you guys but I just find like Israelis like usually I don't know maybe I'm just generalizing they're not like very what's the word when someone is like really like frugal and they like count every penny like I feel like Israelis are like okay like I'll pay for you this time like oh they're not God, like you know I, Americans are like please Venmo me three dollars for the taco I bought like just treat your friends once really? in a while I feel I, like Israelis aren't like that oh I I feel like they are very really? much like I guess that. it depends yeah. on the person because my Israeli friends are super like I'll pay for you Koltov, you pay for uh, me no we go to a barbecue and like they measure out exactly how much each person needs to pay oh okay so we have different, different maybe it's a Haifa thing maybe, I don't know maybe it's a Haifa thing okay so we are done with the cash we've entered right. the venue we've put our money in the diarrhea <laughs> dropped anywhere from 400 to a thousand shekels yeah right now. we put it in that into okay. that diarrhea box so, and now what, what are we diarrhea. doing i swear it's called a diarrhea <laughs> I box need to figure that out. okay so now we finished the appetizers it's time for the chuppah uh-huh. let's talk about it it feels for me not personal it feels like every yeah. chuppah is the same yeah it's like you could take the bride and the groom and just replace the people and, and it's the same yeah right? it is it is there's no vows there's no usually in america the rabbi will like I've known this couple. I love Gilly's sense of humor and how Al cares for the planet. I don't know. They like give a personal touch here. It's just like literally a total of five minutes. Like it's very scripted. It's very scripted. But it's traditional. I understand it. I guess. Yeah, it is traditional. And what about the the aisle part? There's usually people don't sit for the chuppah, which bothers me. I think it's annoying that everyone's crowding over and standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate that people rush to this couple and like try and like get in their face. It yeah. makes me very like claustrophobic. I get claustrophobic. And yeah. also like when everyone's standing, you can't always see the bride walk down the aisle. Like just please put chairs and sit down. Something that bothers me about it is I mean it doesn't necessarily bother me it's not my taste is that since I've been a little girl I've been dreaming of my dad walking me down the right, aisle right and in Israel either the bride walks down alone or her parents walk down with her both or the, the bride and groom walk down together yeah, I've seen yeah, yeah. that too that's true that's right. true and I just I want that moment with my dad I, I it's something that I've seen in weddings since I was a little kid right. I love my mom to death she can be there on the side but like I want my dad <laughs> giving me to my you know future husband right, right. and I've never seen that I've also seen 
scene that the groom gets walked on by his parents. Yeah, he does. He does. And I just find it very bizarre. Like, it's the bride's moment with her dad. And, I mean, I, I don't dislike it. I would dislike it for my own wedding. Right, right. And I also have to say the music choice of when they walk down the aisle. So, in America, you know, it's like, here comes the bride in, like, piano form. In Israel, they just seem to go through, like, Elton John songs. Okay, but I love that. I, I'm gonna do. One. I'm going to do an Elton John yeah, song. It's I'm like, a tiny dancer at my wedding. all the people. <laughs> Not imagine. As, like, she walks down the aisle. And I'm like, what is going on here? I like Somewhere Over the Rainbow. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been to a wedding when they actually played Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Well, it's by Iz, that Hawaiian guy. Yeah, the big Hawaiian yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. I love him. And I love that song. It's a, It really is a beautiful song. It's overused, yes. But it's, it's overused, beautiful. but it's beautiful. But I've always imagined myself walking down the aisle to the classic. Oh, really? Uh, I haven't. Maybe I'll change my I want mind. me and my dad there, but oh, you know what I also want? I consider this sometimes. Sometimes I think about doing Somewhere Over the Rainbow, but other times I'm thinking maybe we should just do Eminem. Like maybe oh we should make God. it a fun wedding and we just dance down the aisle together. Oh yeah, like in that viral YouTube video and it's like Chris Yeah, in Chris the Brown. office. Yeah, forever. forever dance yeah, forever. forever. Bar would kill me. Bar has specifically told me bar. we cannot do that. <laughs> but I can see you being like, Bar, come on, let's play. I have done that. <laughs> I, I've, we're not even engaged and we're not planning on getting we're married soon. We're planning the dance down he will not do it. He will not do it. <laughs> I've asked about multiple Chris Brown songs too. Kiss Kiss. You remember that one? Oh nope. gosh. You did not ask about Kiss Kiss. He, first of all, he loves Kiss Kiss. Like it's at bars. your wedding. Yeah. He, he said not at the wedding. Like okay, maybe bar, at the, I'm on the same page. Maybe at the you. reception, but not, oh not during the ceremony. <laughs> okay. So the chuppah's over. No, no, no. I, something I want to talk about with the chuppah though. Okay. Is that everyone's just waiting for the moment when he crushes the glass. Like, oh yes. I don't think, I mean, maybe the family is really into the whole like, you know, the, the what is what's even traditional it's like the i can never understand they're actually it. married the tradition. i don't know what's the meaning behind the glass i need to wait we should google that oh i think i know oh what is it it's to sim i can't believe i know and you don't oh, know wow it's to sig- signify the crushing or the the ruin of the first or sem- second, second temple yeah, oh interesting temple. okay yeah but then i have to say i hope i'm right because i hope you're right too that but you know what it's, we tried <laughs> i'm a hebrew school dropout marissa didn't even go to hebrew I school even I'm, have sure. a bat <laughs> I'm jewish but i never had a bat mitzvah <laughs> i do have to say though I know that they cover it in aluminum to like not have glass go flying, yeah. but it just ruins the moment. Like it's just a, it's just no sound. It's, it's just ugly. so anticlimactic. It's just like it's you know what, Gilly? It. It's weird because in the U.S., I mean, I don't know how it is now, but when my parents got married, there was no aluminum. They no, just they covered just, it with a exactly, yeah, exactly, like a little here, blanket like, or something. Just, I'm always imagining just like that little it's really aluminum. tacky. Yeah, the aluminum makes the aluminum. it a little tacky. I agree. Um, um, okay, so okay. we're done with the chupa. We're done with the chupa. Now we are going to the main. No, now we have to oh. hug the bride. Oh. And Oh, oh my gosh, how could I forget that momentous moment of attacking yeah, the bride and groom? Yeah, we gotta attack the bride and groom. <laughs> okay, something, it's weird, but something that goes on in Israel is as soon as the chuppah's over, it just goes straight into a mob. Yeah. Everyone wants to go hug the bride and groom. Mob to the chuppah and go say something to the bride and groom. Yeah, and the bride and groom will never remember what yeah, you said. never. But you will, and they just had mob. this very intimate moment between the two of them. They're just married and now like cousin Moshe is <laughs> hugging them and giving them a kiss on the cheek yeah. and wishing them like several babies it's i actually like, think it's so representative of israeli culture because it's like you can't even give the bride and groom that that like special moment like the, the cousin moshe and uncle Dudu, yeah need to be there yeah and just like be in your business to say as many kids as possible yeah that, i'm sure that's what they're saying they are right? like arbe yeladim oh my god yeah. i didn't know that okay okay we're done we we're mob done. the bride and groom we mob the bride and groom time to head into the reception hall we are we are booking it to our are there, there are tables yeah usually. there are assigned tables okay that's actually surprising for israeli 
culture to assign tables. Yeah, that seems but I think it's smart because otherwise people would just try and get the best table. Yeah, I guess they, they have try to and mob the bride and groom again. Yeah, they're going to have to control these hooligans of Israelis. And <laughs> We're give being them too mean. We love Israelis. We love, we Israelis, love Israeli weddings. But, but I do. I will say that they would never do like what seat you're at. Like, you know, in, in America, like you're literally sitting at oh, this chair. In America, there are like a, like you have to see your name on the you're table. Right, your name is on the plate yeah. that you're assigned to. Beautiful calligraphy. Gold. Yeah. yeah. And here it's like, you're lucky enough they're putting you at table 16. Yeah. Don't even tell me where to sit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So we're, we're, we're at, at the, the table. We're at the we're table. eating that food. The same we're eating food the hummus. Yeah, the hummus. The spreads. The, the eggplant. Mm-hmm. So I got to say something. And okay. I've been saving this for you. Okay. How many times have you heard Akshalanu Mithaten oh at a wedding? I don't even Akshalanu know the lyrics. Akshalanu Mithaten. Blah, 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 blah. Every, Every yeah. goddamn wedding. Every we goddamn get the point. Wedding. Akshalanu yeah. Mithaten. Like, start with this song it's honestly it's so kitschy to me it's it's ridiculous yeah if there's actually a system it goes akshalanu mita ten omar adam and then menza ken what is that um, song by omar adam that's like maha beha shesimha kikulanu mishpacha if you don't play that at your wedding or is it even an israeli wedding it's not a wedding, wedding. and also um the edin menza ken the, the moshi parrots oh yeah that one too carmela he suka he 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 yeah 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 i yeah, know <laughs> Carmela. I look out, Israeli singers Marissa and I are coming to theater soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like I struggle to dance to Mizrahi music. I can't. And that's why every time I'm at a wedding, I always request of the DJ to play some freaking Eminem, to play some 50 Cent. <laughs> you I want Eminem. Party Up by DMX at this wedding. Right. Or just some music that you can bop to, even some Drake, some Justin Bieber, oh, Peaches, yeah, yeah. just so you can move a little bit. I feel like Mizrahi, you can't really move your body. You can, it's just singing the just words. Everyone's just pretending. Everyone's pretending to like and it. And you know what? I wish that we could show this in video. Maybe we can. It's the wrist movement. It's the, oh, yeah, the flopping wrist. of the wrist. The wrist really <laughs> don't dance what they do is they stand there and move their wrists it's it's just like well a, they do dance a bit. i think they sway but it's a lot with the, the wrist. wrist the wrist dominate but the i need floor. to say something on this note when you mentioned drake i was at a wedding in april and the dj he was the best dj i've ever ever been to at a wedding really? like he was amazing he was playing drake he was playing 50 cent he was playing all these like he was just had such an amazing array of music and i'm very into music very into music at weddings i that's why i love going i mean when i was in college i did love the club not so much anymore but like i love the dancing <laughs> and so i really like these like hip-hop songs these rap songs whatever these throwback songs then i found out going back to Badihi golan he got married a month ago and i Maz- found out mazal, 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 Badihi. Mazal. we're talking about him so much i hope this is okay but anyway he got married mazal tov and um he told Bob that he got the same DJ as the other guy that got married from the team. Oh, in the April. great DJ. I thought about this for months. I was thinking about the music he was going to play. I was like making sure I knew all the lyrics to these songs he you played. You were practicing. Drake released an album. I was like, oh, he's bumping this. And I was like getting ready for it. better listen to that. I he, know the words. I go to the wedding. He only plays Mizrahi music. I was shocked. And I'm like, I'm like, dang, maybe he just needs a sign. Maybe he needs me to tell him. So I go up to him. I'm like, Efshar Lassim Without Me by Eminem. <laughs> and he's like, he gives me the thumbs up. Can rule. It's like an hour pass. No Eminem, no 50. I'm dying here, okay? I'm starting oh. to protest the dancing because I'm so upset. I don't, there's no English music whatsoever. So you're boycotting. At this point, you're at the table eating your hummus on piss. And piss. I'm looking at him like, what the hell, dude? So then I get bars friends from the army to go up and start requesting Eminem. I'm like at this mission. I want to hold up a sign saying play Eminem. And they start telling I'm him in dying. Hebrew, going up to him saying, can you play Eminem? Like our friend really wants it. 
He's like, at, eventually, at like midnight, he's like, I didn't bring any Eminem. Like, I don't have any English Dude, music. Dude, why didn't you say that from the beginning? I wanted to cry. He he did play Pimp by 50 Cent. And that was okay, like the well, one moment I danced. But he got your hopes up by saying yes. Yeah, I know. Just tell me no. That's such an American thing to be like, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, not yeah, do it. I feel I like know. Israelis are really like, I feel like Israelis like, would tell you. Yeah. Like, no, I don't. I'm not. Like, yeah. I wonder if the groom and bride told the DJ, we only want Mizrahi music. It's, the, the, the groom was like very chill with whatever the DJ wanted to do. So maybe it was I, the bride. I thought the DJ would have more control. Yeah, maybe it was the bride. I don't know. Maybe. But I was sad about it. Yeah, I was really that's sad. That's like a really upsetting situation. Oh, yeah. And then the whole ride home, I just played Eminem in the car and <laughs> cried a little bit. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we're dancing a little bit and then you kind of head back to your table for that, you know, basic Israeli food. Can I interrupt you on yeah. one note? Yeah. Do you dance at weddings? Actually, no. Oh, really? Like, I, I'm a fun person and I have like a like I think that you I are have a fun, fun person. I can tell you that. I just feel awkward dancing at weddings. I did feel awkward my first wedding. Like I felt like there were a lot of eyes on me, and I felt very uncomfortable. But the more weddings I've gone to, and I've gone to a lot, and a bunch of people that I don't know there, I right. just stopped caring. But you, you know what? I need to learn from you because the problem is a lot of AL's platoon or unit. I don't really know the right army term uh-huh. term for it, but don't bring their significant others. Bars right? either. I'm the only one. Only there. girl, right? So I'm the only girlfriend. Uh, maybe a few wives but the wives are holding their babies and then i'm okay dancing if i have a few friends around me like if mm-hmm. i had like two or three friends that we're dancing together we're having our girl moment but if it's me on the dance floor with like 30 guys i don't really know how to dance with them i mean i feel the same way because i'm always the only one there Badihi's wedding was the only one where this year that a bunch of other girls came and it was honestly kind of weird because i'm like used to only being with the guys right but what i've learned is that you look more uncomfortable not dancing than dancing you're right you're when absolutely I'll, right yeah so but you know i try to like because i love vlog and taking videos I try to go into that mode of photographer oh yeah and like take pictures and run around sometimes I'll do that if I'm yeah. feeling really awkward it helps me like yeah. it helps me oh, like I don't take leave my off. phone I mean I have to insert pictures on our on our Instagram at Gilly at and Marissa Pod by the <laughs> yeah. way it's going to be linked in the description but every picture at a wedding my hand or my my phone is glued to, to your my hand, hand. Every otherwise picture. I would feel uncomfortable yeah because I just you know it's some, sad but it's, I guess yeah, it's true it's yeah. true and also we're, I'm TikToking the whole wedding right and that helps us yeah. as, as TikTokers and as vloggers it helps me feel more relaxed in situations if I'm in control of creating a vlog of some sort yeah yeah there's something going on if there's a funny moment you can bring it out you right know. right okay so so what were you saying oh so before I, wanted, I rudely interrupted so, so I wanted to say that you know that lull when everyone's kind of at the table right Mm -hmm. in america some of my favorite weddings are when the friends of the bride and groom give a speech or they play a montage Mm -hmm. or the dad gives a speech to his daughter and i've never seen any of that in israel and it's honestly a shame because i feel like israelis are so sentimental and nostalgic i've seen it in israel really i've just been to a lot of weddings gilly Wait, you see so you've seen an israeli wedding that had speeches of the friends? one i went to last month they did like a whole skit like the brothers and sisters oh i've seen a skit. a skit i've seen a skit and a song being performed i've never seen a serious speech it's well i have a funny to thing. i mean bar's team they do this tradition where they have a plaque and every time someone gets married they put their name on the plaque and they give a speech so they do have a speech every wedding okay. that I've been to. We need to talk about that army thing. Does AL do it too? Yes, but it almost feels, I don't mean to be like that feminist that's like, oh, I'm offended by this, but they have a trophy, okay? Oh, a trophy? And that trophy gets 
past once you get married you get the trophy and then you bring the trophy to the next wedding and then the next person that gets married gets the trophy it's kind of strange it's it's cute i think the israelis don't realize that the term trophy wife like like maybe i'm just overthinking it but it's like i think you're maybe overthinking i'm overthinking it but But it's like here does it like is there anything on the trophy or is it just like something that they bought in like one of those like museum shots like those like went to la and bought a fake trophy like fake uh oscar yeah yeah i don't know but i know that they all wear these t-shirts from the army too at the wedding um, which is nice and then they put the t-shirt on the bride well something that i really like about bar's plaque i mean one of the guys in bar's team that i'm friends with he's really into woodworking and so he made this really beautiful like it's i don't even know how to describe it it's like a piece of wood and it's it's just really gorgeous it has the symbol of the unit on it and every time someone gets married they put a little plaque like ayal and shikma they're getting married next year (laughs) got married on this day so it has the girl and the guy that's really nice what if you get divorced do you get crossed off i've asked about this (laughs) they said they're gonna put them on the back of the plaque oh my god that is so funny i've literally asked like what if someone gets divorced sharpie just like Scratch. Scratch. Never mind. They just <laughs> forget that happened. The next time they get married, they just like tack another yeah, one on. Tack it right over. <laughs> Oh, okay. I also want to talk about pools at Israeli weddings. Pools? Pools. Like summer weddings. A few Israeli weddings I've been to have pools okay, there. I've never seen that. And then the bride takes off her dress, puts on okay. like a white bikini. I've seen that. And you know what's <laughs> funny? Is you just spent thousands of shekels and hair and makeup. Yeah, and you're ruining it. And you know what? If like if I was in that position, I would want to keep that hair and makeup at least till the next morning. Oh, I'd be rocking that all week. Yeah, all week. Like my eyelashes would be falling off on day five. Yeah. But she just jumped right into the pool i mean it's nice you're probably so sweaty it's hot you're dancing you want to cool off but it's a shame on all the hair and makeup i've been to a wedding it was bar's cousin and she's like a very nature girl she feels really at home in nature and they got married on i don't even know what you would call it it was a kibbutz but there was like a little lake next to the wedding and at the end of the wedding they just got everyone like everyone in the wedding got all undressed like i mean they got into like bathing suits and underwear they told everyone bring a bathing suit and everybody just got in the lake but imagine driving home soaking wet from lake water and I, Ayal had went swimming. I didn't Ayal go swimming. Went swimming. Bar everyone went swimming. Bar was like I was drunk and like I was go. like, Bar, don't go. Bar, don't go. I'm don't not. Go. I don't want to drive you home. You're gonna be wet. You're, You're gonna like shower. Sloppy wet dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because what do you, you? Obviously, Israelis don't think ahead enough to bring clothes to change into. So they're gonna sit in the bathing suit in the car. Yeah. Or I guess you bring towels. Cold and it's yeah. just unpleasant. See, that's the extremeness of weddings. Like weddings here can be like you wear flip flops and go swimming, or like the bride has changed her dress three times and there's a huge marry me sign in the beginning. <laughs> Speaking of the flip-flops, what do you think of the fact that they give you flip-flops at the wedding? Have you love, been? Love, love, that, love, that. love. I don't want to so wear my heels. So yeah. consider. I feel like it reminds me of my b'nai mitzvah I had with my brother. What's a b'nai mitzvah? Oh, it's a combination kids. of a bar yeah, okay, and a bat mitzvah. So my brother and I had it together. We had a huge bag of socks that we uh-huh. gave out so people could put socks on oh, and nice. dance. So it's really, I think, a really I nice like thing it. To I really do. like it, and I almost dislike when they don't have the flip-flops i always bring flip-flops just in case but just I, to be safe i really like when they give you the flip-flops i think like those little things i also realize that israeli weddings don't really have photo booths have you been to a wedding that has well a they photo just booth? have a ton of photographers and the they magnets. try to replicate a photo booth by having that square thing i don't even know what it's called it's basically a, a camera that has a square over it and you like are supposed to go into oh, it oh yeah, yeah i don't yeah, know yeah, how to yeah, describe it mean. but like i feel like the magnet thing i wonder how that started i wonder if like it was one wedding that they were like let's print out magnets 
magnets Jilly. and then put them on your fridge. I have made a TikTok about this because really? I find I it utterly it. bizarre. You go to a wedding and you take a pic, like all these, I mean, bar, he goes to all these team weddings. He takes pictures with all his friends from the team. On my refrigerator, I have so many random people on it. Yeah. I see them every morning. I'm making coffee. It's such I'm, an intimate place to look at. Like oh, every morning when, yeah. when you wake up and get your milk for I'm your coffee. I'm looking at Yosefi directly in the eyes. Yes, and I'm so like, bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Like the phenomenon of magnets like blows my mind. Like yeah. out of all giveaways, like I've been to weddings and they gave you like actually a really cute like wooden box with uh-huh. a picture on it. Oh, I've had that too. But you know what I kind of feel like Israelis, at least like I don't mean to generalize again, but Mm-mm. a lot of times like they don't really like the clutter. So like all those little tchotchkes, like they don't want them to clutter. So the magnets you just throw on a, on a fridge takes up no space in your tiny apartment. Really? I think that the magnets are almost becoming a crisis in Israel because they have overrun the fridge. They yeah, have no room. Right, now right. they're putting it on the back of their door. You're because actually it's right. It's becoming on the door. You're right. And you don't like some of the magnet pictures you really like and you want to hang up. But like. But you, then what do you do with the other ones? You don't want to throw them out. You feel bad. Yeah. They it's put really, them on the back. Do you know they put them on, on the, the back? On the side, the, on the back so of the weird. fridge. It's so bizarre. Yeah. I feel like the weddings here, and I've only been to a handful. You've been to more. So I'm curious what you think. Mm-hmm. They don't have like the really thoughtful purposeful little decorations for example like I, I went to a wedding in America and each table had a memory of the bride and groom or a picture from their trip and every part of the wedding reminds you of the bride and groom in a different way I feel mm-hmm. like here they just throw some like plants on the table I love like the plants so you get to plant, take them home yeah you take the plants home <laughs> but they're it's not as like romantic I would say well okay I agree generally but I do think like the friend that got married this year that I was a bridesmaid in her wedding she did do that thing she did a thing on the table that you could see like they did trivia about each other when did Andy and Alina meet and all these things and I thought it was That's very cute. cute but they are taking it from American weddings it, I think probably began in American yeah, weddings and, and, they're, and it's adapting just like the wedding parties like bachelorettes and you know bridesmaids bachelorettes uh, bridesmaids, bridesmaids maid of honors best man shower. that was an American thing that's moving its way into Israel right right and it's interesting because I feel like they don't have those romantic kitschy things at the wedding but the engagements here are big like the engage the proposals here like those huge marry me signs and <laughs> every single one has those huge like you know what i mean letters okay or balloons. i've never seen that oh really yeah. i have to show you i have to show you like most of the engagements i've seen are very low-key like they're just getting engaged in a beautiful place it's funny like a lot of like me and al's close friends the engagement is just them on a mountain proposing oh yeah that's right. how bars but like yeah. i've seen a few that are just really that extra so extra. i'm gonna have to it's put it true in you know what it's like the people that like do a really big like balloon thing for someone's birthday it's really extra yeah israelis tend to like be like that sometimes like birthdays too are yeah birthdays the a lot of balloons and stuff like that Those i think huge it's huge teddy bears yeah, yeah but for mine i would just like something a little bit more personal yeah. and less like low-key le- less balloons yeah. <laughs> okay gilly i want to talk about something real okay. quick at my previous job i was sitting next to this guy for a year we hardly talked he was shy i was kind of shy at work and one day he turns around and just looks at me and he says marissa i have a wedding invitation for you and i was so touched i was like oh my god like noam's inviting me to his wedding and we've only talked like three times Do we so have like, some personal connection yeah, i like, don't know about what happened between us <laughs> i found out the next day he gave everyone from the office an invitation oh my gosh. i told bar about it he's like yeah i mean he wants the money like everyone's inviting everyone because you know the more money you it get, is here. they try to pay off the wedding so as many people that they can bring to the wedding the better for them and then i understood that noam and i do not have a special connection in any way and he this is just part of the culture this is just yeah, part I feel of like israel it is right uh-huh. they'll just 
invite like strangers strangers like people that you kind of met a week before people at the supermarket of all these weddings i've been to i've probably been to like 15 weddings by now since my four or my almost four years of being in israel i have known personally the couple like not just one person the couple one i only knew one personally the yeah, one i was I a bride to a wedding that i really knew the couple yeah i just tag along with bar and his family and it's like i've met the couple or at least like the bride or the groom like one time it's so weird like at least like personally i want everyone at my wedding to be someone that i deeply care and know about like know and care about yeah I, and it's here just, it's like okay you're like the supermarket you work you sell me meat yalla come to the wedding it's kind of weird because i mean at my at alina's wedding the one i was a bridesmaid in one of bar's friends had a new girlfriend and alina met the new girlfriend at her wedding and i just find it so bizarre like that's the I, place I, you're meeting your I've friend's new girlfriend you know and i always feel awkward when i am the girlfriend like i just want to hide my head and be like i'm sorry i'm here like i'm having a great time love the wedding but like please ignore me i, I feel the same way it's like i feel guilty being there because like, i don't it's know their the special couple. moment and like I'm forget like, about me and then i'm thinking like do, does it ever cross the bride's like mind when she looks at me like who the fuck is that? i think that all the time who is she it's the only thought going on in my brain <laughs> like the when they approach night. me yeah <laughs> I'm trying to or like when they, you know when the bride and groom do rounds to go say hi to everyone yeah. at the table. Oh, that's what I hate. And then you're like, "Hi, Ms. Alto. Was, just what, meeting what's your you name now." Again? Yeah. Kareen. Kareen. <laughs> I want to talk to you about something though. Okay. You've probably not noticed this, but it's one of my favorite parts of a wedding. I don't think you're ever going to guess what it is. It's the candy on the bar. Have you seen this? No. Oh my God. They put candy, sour ropes. Like I love candy, first of all, on the bar. And I'll just go up and put handfuls in my pocket. Like when I got too drunk at that wedding, I wore that slutty (laughs) dress too. I went to the bar drunk, put my hands in the sour strings, like bowl, stuffed them in my pockets and then went to go sit back in my chair. Oh my, I've actually never, I don't go to the bar because I don't drink. I don't drink either, but But I go to the bar for the sour, you know, the sour strips. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's Check genius. Well, the last wedding I went to, they didn't have it in that. I mean, imagine Ugh, me. No M&M, no sour strips. I was ready to book it. Recipe for disaster. Yeah, recipe for disaster for Marissa. <laughs> There's actually something else I wanted to bring up. Uh-huh. The idea of superstitions at weddings. I feel like in America, there's a lot of like superstition oh, like stuff. Like always wear blue. Wear something blue. Or it? like when you throw the bouquet and something someone catches. Old, something blue. Something, something old, something new, something, something little, something blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or throwing the bouquet and, and someone, someone catches, catches it, it is the next person to get married like little things like that do you i don't know of any israeli superstitions at weddings have you seen any i don't think so i really don't think there's nothing but i do think they do the bouquet thing sometimes oh really i'm not i i think they it's known i don't know if it's always a priority and if they forget it i don't think they're upset but i think it's a thing i I guess they they maybe do like leading up to the wedding like the china the china oh yeah the the moroccan engagement party yeah oh my those scare me those (laughs) skilly that was the first time i cried in israel why i went to (laughs) my boy my friend's family is Moroccan and I love them. They're amazing. They're so warm. But Bar was studying for his psychometry test, which is like the SAT in right. Israel. And there was a henna for someone in Bar's family that was getting married. And uh, Bar's mom asked me if I wanted to go. And, you know, I was trying to bond with his mom and his family. And even though Bar couldn't go, I was like, sure. Like, if it's low key, it's you been... Had, a- you had just moved here? Yeah, I, I was here a month. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. So you were just getting to know his family. Yeah, just... Well, I mean, I felt like I had a good rapport with his mom already. But I was like trying to be, you know, mm. like trying to do... If 
if she invited me, I always say yes. So they invite me and I thought it was going to be an engagement party. They're telling me it's an engagement party. For us, an engagement party is like everyone sitting at a table and like eating dinner. Eating finger sandwiches. In the henna, I cried. Like, and it was honestly a bonding moment for me and Bar's mom. They dressed me up in a Moroccan gown. Wait. They put like... Did you know any of this before? Did you no. know what a henna was? First of all, I couldn't speak Hebrew, so I couldn't speak to anyone. They put shit in my hand. I don't mean to Found laugh. out later it's, it's henna. So thought it was shit. <laughs> well, I mean, not, didn't really think it was yeah, shit, but, but I'm like, what, what are they putting in my hand? You it's didn't henna. Know what it was. No, they dressed me in a gown. There was like all this dancing. They were trying, they like put me in the middle. I felt like I was getting like tossed around oh, from person to person. My, I can see that being a traumatic experience. I, I went in the middle of me getting bounced around from person to person on the dance floor, a tear shed down my face. Oh. And I just like, his mom sensed that I felt really uncomfortable and she kind of pulled me out and stood by me the rest of the night. Oh, but it no. was just like, I won't go to henna's anymore because they now I'm comfortable and I feel like I would survive a henna but it was kind of like traumatizing I've never been but I can imagine that being really overwhelming <laughs> it was really overwhelming for really. one month Marissa just moving to Israel yeah to go to not a speaking a word alone of Hebrew. without bar yeah oh my gosh all right so we're at the point of the wedding it's coming close to an end dancing we're over candies on the bar candies on the bar wedding cake have you ever seen no. the classic cut the cake together wow. put it in each other's face I have never even thought about that but no I right? haven't. That's weird. Usually, I feel like the desserts are like they make a stand you of don't different e- like Yeah, but desserts. like they don't even make a big deal about it. They, they just, don't they announce just it. roll it out. They just roll out this like sometimes a cart and there's yeah. like three different types of like little, I don't know, cakes Wait, or cookies. On another note, can you believe that everything's kosher at a wedding? Like, I can't believe they make those desserts and they're kosher. Oh, yeah, they're parve. And they're good. Yeah, they're, the desserts are great. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what you're paying for. Yeah. It's good parve desserts. For the luxury parve desserts. Yeah. <laughs> and the vegans must be thrilled to oh, go to yeah. weddings. But I have to say, I was at a wedding two weeks ago and they had no vegetarian option like oh, yeah, literally nothing yeah and usually like okay there's no there's no vegetarian meal so i asked the waitress like can you ask the chef to do me a favor and make me a vegetarian dish and just so you know this chef at the venue is like a very known chef like on the oh, website really? and also the weeks leading up to the wedding my mom was like the food's gonna be amazing because this top chef, chef yeah at this venue and she said there's no vegetarian options i said can you ask the chef and she said okay i'll see what i can do she brings out a plate rice of thinly sliced cold like almost frozen cold beets raw beets with a little drizzle of honey on top that was the whole dish and the beets were so sliced thin that even if if, even if i ate it it, i know what it is it's like what they call carpaccio yeah Yeah. but it was so disgusting i love beets like i am a beet eater but it was vinegary it was disgusting it was cold it didn't fill me up even though i i I remember sitting there like would you expect thinly sliced beets (laughs) to to fill you up literally like anyone with a brain cell knows that (laughs) and i literally sat there and i was like oh my gosh and then i went back to the waitress i'm like listen like i'm really hungry and yeah. there was no veggie appetizers i was so disappointed i was like can you please bring me something else i saw Wait, are you kidding me there was no appetizers before the wedding that no were the only appetizer at the wedding get this there was like eight stands they all were meat or fish was a tiny little bowl of black lentils okay? oh my god i had three servings of black lentils beets and lentils and then i so then at the at the dinner i said to the waitress i'm really I, I was genuinely Starving. so hungry and you're paying so much I'm money paying so my mom and i when we went together we dropped thousand like i don't even want to say like yeah, thousand yeah. Of shackles, but you're right? expecting at least a nice meal of course right and so i i saw that the the meat eaters got a side of mashed potatoes oh. so i was like can you just get me like a bowl of mashed potatoes and any chef i feel like any like experienced chef would put the mashed potatoes maybe drizzle some parsley or make it beautiful yeah, right yeah, yeah. they slap these mashed potatoes on a bowl like i was at summer like camp a cafeteria yes and i sat there the whole night eating my mashed you potatoes yeah that was my experience <laughs> i was pissed to say we need least. more veggie options you <laughs> yes, guys if you're listening to this 
you work in the wedding industry, please consider the vegetarians out there. Yeah. Gilly, something I want to talk about that we completely glanced over is the fact that weddings in Israel are in the evening, generally, during the week, and there are no weddings on Saturday. Yeah. It's the exact opposite of an american wedding wait i never thought about that american, american weddings, weddings are, are only saturday. on saturday only saturday and most of the time they're either in the afternoon they right? like start in the daytime and then like the ceremony is like 12 or 2 o'clock and then the reception is like the party is in the right. evening or it's a whole day thing right here a wedding right. starts at like six o'clock or seven o'clock the hoopa or right. even eight o'clock yeah i've been at eight o'clock chuppas before they do have friday weddings which start in the morning and then end before shabbat on friday but the most like annoying thing is like if you're gonna to drop a wedding at eight o'clock on a sunday night and then not provide transportation like i have work the next morning yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's hard and for something me. that's annoying for me is like i am a girl who likes to take her time getting ready i love going to weddings i love like putting my makeup on and doing my hair right, it's so whole fun get ready experience Girly, if you're working you have like an hour to throw everything oh yeah together. i've gotten dressed for weddings in the bathroom of my high-tech <laughs> office oh, and oh then God. gone from the from work straight to the wedding wow. multiple times i think it's normal yeah. i think it's normal to and do no that. one even bat an eye when I walked in my high-tech office in a sparkly dress and heels. It's a problem. You know why? Because half of the girls are having to run out of their office, like dressing up for the wedding in their office. Half of the girls like me are spending all day to look freaking great. <laughs> so half of the girls are like, I just got done with work. And then I look ridiculous because I have like winged eyeshadow <laughs> and fake lashes. And then both girls feel uncomfortable because yeah. the girls that are overdressed, overdressed feel uncomfortable. And, underdressed, yeah. and then me that came from the office and I'm sweaty and wearing a sundress. I'm like, oh, I don't look good enough to be at this wedding. Yeah, you it's know? a problem. We need to fix this, guys. Yeah, please make your weddings. I, I don't know. Thursday I don't know. What, I think I, Thursday night's Thursdays, the best. Everyone loves Thursday night weddings. Yeah, they're the best. You can go out and not have to worry about work the next day. Yeah, you that's can even why sleep they are the over best. If it's like in a faraway destination, they're more expensive. You know, Thursday yeah, night weddings. Yeah. yeah, you can always tell the budget of a wedding yeah, what yeah. day of the week. Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, we're looking. Sunday are the cheapos. <laughs> we all know you have a tight budget on Sunday. No judgment. No I will judgment. be there at the wedding. We're excited I, to be there, but, but I know your budget. But we're judging. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Before we wrap this little thing up, because I think we've gone through the whole wedding now. All that thorough. Yeah. Yeah, all that's left to do is drive our drunk boyfriends home. Um, <laughs> or in my case, we try to find a ride at the wedding and ask the random uncles, anyone going to Tel Aviv? <laughs> I'm always the one driving home to Haifa. And I think, honestly, now I'm realizing that this is something that his friends didn't like, is that I'm the designated driver always. That is an amazing value that yeah, you bring yeah, yeah. to the table. I know. I wish more people could see it. <laughs> they should appreciate yeah, that. They should appreciate it. I don't even me. drive in Israel. I'm trying to convert my license. I'm, like, lost. Oh, I converted it. And, <laughs> I need and help. It, <laughs> anyway, something I want to say. Have you gotten a lot of pressure to get married recently like you and I all have been together for three years mm-hmm. over three years something like that right and in Israel that's high time to get married you're uh, Al's 28 you're 20 almost 25 mm-hmm. have you gotten a lot of pressure a lot of questions honestly all the time have you gotten Korov Etzlehem Korov Etzlehem yeah uh, which directly translates to close close at yours close to you guys or yeah, close, close to you it should be like Korov Bishvilchem in my for opinion for you close to for Close. You. I don't know. It's etzlechem. Etzlechem. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Marissa, I get asked all the time. I get asked by strangers on the street. I get asked by taxi drivers. Like the pressure is real. What about you? You and Bar? You guys oh. also have been oh, together Gilly. what four We've years? We've been together a little over four years. Four years. It's ridiculous. Like, like I, I get annoyed by it. Who's who? Who are the main people? Every time I you? do, I mean, my audience and like I understand they see a couple that's been together for a while and they really want them to get married. Right. But I've gotten like really rude comments.
comments about it. Like someone commented on my YouTube channel, why isn't barring proposing to you? Maybe it's time to dump him. <gasps> and I'm like, are you really kidding me? Like, I think people have forgotten why people get married. I think people are starting to, I don't know, there's a shift of opinion that marriage is the end goal. When right. a happy relationship and a healthy relationship should be the end goal. 100%. And when you want to get married, you get married. Right, because what changes when you get married? Like you're still a couple that's together and now you're just sharing Nothing. like maybe Nothing finances changes. or changes. Maybe, maybe a little bit of, I don't know, tax cuts here and there. But right, right. No, for sure. I think that there's, I think it's a cultural thing. I think it's a religious thing here that there's so much pressure to get married. And I feel like people get married age. younger Yeah, here. I was going to say, like, we're getting a bit older now. I've never had anyone in the U.S. see a 25-year-old like me and be like, it's time for you to get married. Yeah, right? I feel like if I got married now, it would be a bit weird in America. Oh, we would be too young. I would be, I would be the first out of my entire college friends that Yeah, me married. too. Me too. Can I say something yeah. really quickly? Yeah. I have always had in this idea, my parents got married later and my mom had me when she was in her 30s her late 30s I hate sorry mom <laughs> but um, we didn't say the number at least yeah we didn't say the number you don't know it could be 35 but anyway <laughs> what is late 30s even I won't say <laughs> use your imagination but I've always wanted to do the same thing they did is like get married when I feel like I'm done having you know when I'm done being selfish and I'm ready right, to give right. to my children and it's so funny because a couple days ago my brother texted my mom saying that he thinks I'm setting a bad example or that he thinks that my mom is setting a bad example for me getting married so late not late in life I'm being mean but like most people get married in their late 20s or their early 30s and the fact that I want to get married in my mid 30s my brother's like Marissa's eggs are gonna he's a doctor sorry like I should I should clarify (laughs) I'm concerned for my sister's (laughs) eggs no my brother was seeing a lot of patients that have problems or that have problems conceiving right and he doesn't want me to have the same fate right he's he's seeing it on a daily basis yeah Yeah, that makes a lot of sense my mom told me is like Philip's worried about you (laughs) oh my that's precious so now I'm rethinking do I want to get married in my mid 30s or maybe in my early 30s I don't know. It just like sucks being a woman and having to think about that. Yeah. You know, like and you know the nice thing is that they have the fact that you can save your eggs, that you oh, can freeze your them, eggs. Yeah. But it's so painful. Yeah, I heard it's also like emotionally. Oh like, yeah, you're, it's, it's hor- it sounds horrible. Yeah, sounds horrible. yeah. And that's why I think like I want to look I want to look this up, but the average number of kids Israeli families it's three. Have. Oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're like a walking encyclopedia <laughs> today. I'm like I want to Google this, and you're like, got you. I learned it. I mean, I could be wrong. My brother told me that, but he learned it on birthright. So. So it's so, like a source of a source told a source. So it's interesting because like three kids per family is like a lot. Like I feel like in America, the average is I think 1.5. I don't uh-huh. want to, maybe I'll look that up. But uh-huh. uh, so I, I think I, the religious people in Israel kind of raise up the raise average. Raise up the average, yeah. right. But I feel like the whole pressure of having kids is so strong that it leaks down the pressure of marriage because like, you know, everyone's trying to have kids and, you know, as the Torah says, be fruitful and multiply and uh-huh. trying to have all these kids. And so that's why it trickles down to like, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? Yeah, I actually like, don't think the same. I mean, I agree there's so much pressure, but I just think there's always that pressure. Like when you're dating, there's pressure to get engaged. When you're engaged, there's pressure to get married. And when you're married, there's pressure to have kids. But that's what I'm saying. I think it all stems from the kids thing. Oh, you think so? I think the kids thing just puts the pressure to get engaged, to get married, because that's like the end goal for everyone. I don't know. Because it's like, at least in my mind, it's like this idea of like keeping the Jewish nation alive and bringing a lot of babies to the earth. Oh yeah, it definitely is. And like growing up, like I would hear things at synagogue that be like, you have to have a lot of kids because a lot of Jews died in the Holocaust. That's that's why they have three kids per family because you have to make one more than what you two as a couple make so i feel like it's a really serious note but like that affects then the pressures of like you're in a jewish nation and like let's make a lot of kids like let's get married young so you can make a lot of kids right i never thought about that but yeah no this is just a gilly philosophy i mean now i'm like almost like wanting to eat my words i don't know if it's three per family but i feel like 
maybe we should look that up we'll honestly look up, we'll look yeah. it up after and tell you on our on our instagram page but it's interesting to no think it's about. interesting to think about yeah and honestly i'm just like when i get all these questions every time i do a q a the number one question i get is when are you guys getting engaged when are you getting married when is bar gonna propose and i'm just like I'm so done with the question. And you have, Marissa is like the most interesting human ever. Like her life and her identity is not defined by oh, this marriage you, or relationship. Like you should ask her about so many other things. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> but it's just, I feel like most of my audience is younger girls and I don't want them to think, I mean, I was under the same impression when someone gets married, like they did it, like, like they made it, they won. Right. But you're not winning when you get married. You're winning when you have a healthier and happier relationship. 100%. Because what's more important than being married is is being happy yeah and, and, and a lot supportive. of 50 percent of marriages end in divorce in israel yeah right? That's, no everywhere oh I think. really yeah it's crazy yeah i think like at least personally i'm in no rush to get me married. either not anytime soon low big karov it's Lanu. and when it happens and when we feel that it's right we'll do it yeah but let's be strong and try not to let the israeli pressure yeah it's not just israel i think it's well Life actually maybe society. it is just israel <laughs> like no one's pressured me in the u.s to get married okay. on that note gilly this was a really fun episode episode about weddings we hope you guys enjoyed it if you have anything to add we'd love to hear it on our instagram podcast page at gilly and marissa pod and if you're not following us on youtube it's a lot of fadichot on youtube right we'll put everything in description box go follow us we're posting a lot of memes and funnies on our instagram and we'd love you guys to see everything thanks for listening it was so fun chatting and hopefully the next wedding marissa attends they will play eminem oh i am fake if they don't i'm leaving she's out yeah thanks for listening guys We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye.